0: If you're looking to get pregnant, this is for you. I am Saskia Roel and I've helped thousands of women in their fertility journey, including everyone from Oscar winning celebrities, A listers, entrepreneurs, and stay at home to be moms. Here's what I know to be true about unexplained infertility. Your body is not broken, there is nothing wrong with you, it's not bad karma, your body can do this when you find the root cause of your infertility, everything changes and you can finally heal and get pregnant. If you're looking for the missing piece to your fertility journey and the real truth from a science-based and energetic perspective, welcome. In this episode, I'm going to share you the story of Gideon. Gideon, our fifth child, was born on the fifth. And as you will hear through the stories, maybe you've listened to previous stories, that each story is very different. And there's so many women I speak to who fear birthing. And the fear of birth can create a fear in your body to get pregnant because... Obviously, your body is wise. When there's a fear, the body goes in fear and flight and it, it won't get pregnant. So I want to help you release any fear if you have about birthing. And even if you don't want to have a fear, I want to impregnate your mind that birthing is amazing and birthing can be an amazing experience that will highly impact not only you, but also your baby's life. Of course, if there's a medical emergency, things will go different and you take care of that. But birthing can be the most beautiful, sacred experience, and each birth is vastly different. At the end of each episode, I will give you a learning, a lesson that not only applies to birthing, but it applies to life. It applies to getting pregnant. And this is the story from Gideon from my book, The Naked Truths of Unexplained Infertility. If you want to hear more stories, each Wednesday, I read an audio clip from my book. I read the full story of one of the women who got pregnant. Despite all odds, the book has 55 stories of women who are between 35 and 47. But ultimately, there are more stories. Very interesting if you want to get a weekly audio in your inbox and inspiration and tools to your road to pregnancy, go to the naked truth of unexplainedinfertility.com. And here in this episode, I'm going to read you the birth of Gideon. When I wake up in the morning, it feels like my water has broken, although I am not 100% sure. What was that? I have been instructed by the midwife to call immediately when I have a sign. And since all of our babies have been birthed in a matter of minutes rather than hours, there's no time to waste on doubts. When the midwife arrives, she assures me that it's nothing but a false alarm. She says I might walk around for another week before giving birth today, that sounds fine. Right now, I am not focused on the birth of my baby. My mind is occupied with Sinterklaas, Santa Claus. Sinterklaas in Holland is is very, it's a little different. We don't celebrate Santa Claus at Christmas, but on December 5th. And I had to make sure that all our four children, all their presents were wrapped and ready for our post-dinner doorstep delivery. Claus delivers his present at the doorstep. And for once, my own delivery can wait. After the midwife leaves, I get the kids ready to play outside. And while they're out... I rather hastily wrap the last presents, making sure everything will be, everyone will be satisfied on December fifth. It's quite a task. It is snowing outside, and the hazy sky is illuminated with little twinkling dots, and the fluffy snowflakes they swirl around, and it's a joy to watch the way the wind lifts them up in the air. It's the first snowfall of the year. Snow is very unusual in Holland. Shafi, our five-year-old, he runs outside and he kneels on the white ground. Thank you, Jesus, for this snow, he passionately exclaims as he looks up into the sky. I smile from behind the window and I think it's the sweetest thing to say to Jesus. Jesus. The kids play outside for hours. They built a tiny snowman from the little layer of snow. And I spend my day getting the last things ready for the five o'clock celebration. When I'm close to giving birth, I'm always very high in energy. A new chapter in my life is beginning, and I need to race around and prepare for my baby's arrival. What keeps bugging me is the feeling that... I have to go to the store one more time, because if the baby comes tonight, we'll have to have a birthday cake to feed our guests tomorrow. I always had a birthday cake the day our babies were born. So I take my bike and I race to the stores where enchanting music plays and the costumes center class helpers. They run around, they make jokes with the children on the street but I'm focused on buying that birthday cake. I want to get this over with as fast as possible. Only then will I have peace of mind. I park my bike and I run into the lively streets, sliding and gliding on high-heeled boots not made for snow. Why am I in a hurry and why am I wearing these boots? My aura must be wide open with the message. The child will be born today. Wherever I go, people make room for me to pass. I feel their piercing eyes on my back. One woman says that she feels sorry sorry that I still walk around at this hour. She shakes her head when walking away as if she carries this heavy eight-pound load herself. I buy the biggest birthday cake I can find, decorated with a smiley face of Sinterklaas and his helpers. It is the perfect choice. Relief sweeps over me. Is there anything else I can do to prepare? As if our baby knows the cake I have has been bought, I feel him ready to drop at any moment. My belly feels 10 pounds heavier as I ride my bike home. The party is a big success. Sinterklaas has been generous this year, and the rest of the evening is easy. The kids enjoy playing on the floor with their toys, and it's hard to get them to bed. What had I experienced on December 5th? I understand, but I feel like my day is over, so we all go upstairs, leaving Siep to finish cleaning up the kitchen. I am suddenly very tired, and I start to pace up and down. The hallway upstairs I need to move my body. Something is steering and I obey my body's instructions to keep walking, pacing up and down the hallway. Is this the beginning? The words of the midwife resonate in my ears. She said I could easily walk around another week, but I don't think so. Inside the bedroom, I take one last look out the window. The night is bright and beautiful. I close the curtains. I undress, go to bed, and a moment later, Sip is upstairs too. He turns on the TV, and for some strange reason, he doesn't undress. He, keeps, he sits there fully closed. The digital clock clicks from 9.49 till 9.50. And within that space of the click, it feels as if a pyramid falls over the house. Energetically, a cocoon now seals the bedroom from the outside world. It's only us. We're enclosed in a birthing temple of light. My water breaks a minute later, and I get up and make the call to the midwife. She asked me if I have contractions. I don't. I ask her to come because I know it will only be a, ma- a matter of minutes before the baby's born. I peek outside the curtains and I look at the magical dark night. The snow keeps falling. Thank you Jesus. I hold onto the win- window sill and I move my hips in circles. I do my birth dance. The midwife, Jose, comes running in, hurried and worried about whether she's in time. With one look, she knows I'm in labor. She doesn't bother to check to see how far dilated I am. Instead, she asks if I want to take off my watch. Of course I do. Birthing is timeless. A moment later, she leads me to the bed. I smile and take the deepest breath for birth. Within the exhale, the wisdom of my body does the rest. It's now ten twenty PM. And I ask our almost born child if he's ready to come into the world. I tell him, I welcome him with arms wide open. His answer is clear. I tune in to the song song of his soul and within a deep, the deepest breath within. I own him on the deepest sound. And the midwife asked, do you want to take him out? And I do. And with my bare hands, I reach down and gently receive our son, Gideon, our fifth child, born on the 5th of December. He looks like a king. His name is well chosen. This was the birth of Gideon. and. To each child, I've always said the same thing. If you're ready, I'm ready. And I do the hip dance, I circle down. It's not very natural to lay down for hours in the birthing process. You want to keep moving. Of course, the body wants to move. And I followed the cues of my body because for some reason I didn't know why, I kept pacing up and down the hallway. And I think in animals they see it too. <laughs> Close to birth, they keep walking around, they get restless. And in the process of birthing, I think there's there's action to that. And no matter what what birthing you do, you move. If you're birthing your business, if you're birthing a baby, if you're birthing your book, there's movement involved. And I kept on moving and I followed the cue. Follow the cues of your body. And I kept moving. And the other thing, I I tuned in and I surrendered not only to my body, but to the soul of the baby. What is interesting is, and as you've listened to the other stories, my first son, he came exactly on due date. Our daughter, she came five days earlier. Shafi came 11 days later than the official due date. Sam came five days later. Gideon came later. And it's the timing of the baby, not only in the birthing, is divinely timed by them, they choose when they want to be born. And there's a lot of astrology connected to that. I'm, I don't know much in it. I do believe in it, but there is a timing. There's also a timing involved when your baby's conceived. So when it takes longer to conceive your baby, think about the timing and it's different for each baby. And that is sometimes hard because you want you want a certain timing. And I thought it was so symbolic, the midwife took my watch. Of course, there's no no time. Do know that the key is surrender. Surrender to your body, surrender to your baby, and surrender to your child, the letting go. And and the tuning in is of huge importance and i hope that this story also shows that it 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 can happen like that with the onset of the digital clock suddenly in our birth experience there was this energetic cocoon falling over the house it it felt to me like It was so sacred, and this was a divine timing. That was the moment, and I want you to trust that. Trust it with the moment of conception. Trust it with the divine timing, and above all, follow the cues of your body. Let your body take the lead. The wisdom of your body is your power. Thanks so much for listening. If you're looking to get pregnant, I want to help you. Go to the description for a link to set up a fertility consultation or take our fertility blog quiz or the Is My Egg Ready For My Baby quiz to figure out what is stopping you from conceiving your baby. I am sending you so many sweet baby whispers. My wish for you is to become a happy mom.